Welcome to Ringing the Bell, brought to you by the ASX and Bell Direct. I'm Tim Sparks from Bell Direct, and joining us today from the ASX is Senior Manager of Listings, Blair Harrison. Blair, thank you for your time today. Thanks, Tim. Thanks for having me. 2021 saw 240 new companies start their journey on the Australian Securities Exchange, drawing a lot of attention from investors. And for good reason. At the time of filming, the top performing IPO to list last year was Global Lithium Resources, GL1, up an impressive 945%. 2021 was also a record year for billion dollar IPOs. Blair's going to tell us more. And as a starting point, Blair, what was the breakdown of IPOs by industry in 2021? Well, 2021 was actually quite an extraordinary year for IPOs globally and for the ASX. Normally, the ASX, would, we would do 100 to 120 listings uh, in one year, but we actually did 240 last year in 2021, the biggest year since the height of the mining, uh, the, the mining boom at bull market of 2007. Um, the highest volumes of listings, again, was in the mining sector with, with explorers accounting for around half of all new listings reflecting continued elevated prices in commodities such as gold, copper, lithium and nickel. Thank you. And are there any multi-year trends that continue to play out? Um, so as mentioned, the mining sector continues to be strong, particularly in, in those minerals, gold, copper, lithium and nickel. Um, but over 2021, you know, the technology sector has continued to grow as well. So the number of constituents in the S&P or, or technology, ASX or technology index increased from 69 to 77. Um, the index now includes 28 listed unicorns and has a total market capitalization of around $200 billion. Um, so ASX listed fintech companies continue to gain critical mass. Um, that category now has over 60 listings at around $82 billion in total market cap uh, in areas such as lending, payments, capital markets and wealth tech. Also a strong year uh, for healthcare sector with 16 listings, the majority of those coming in biotech, medtech. So we're seeing those trends continuing to continue. And why would overseas companies choose to list in Australia? And what is the connection to our superannuation market? The, the Australian superannuation um, is now at around $3.5 trillion of assets under management, uh, which continues to provide significant tailwinds of IPO activity in the markets more broadly. That super pool means that Australia now has the fifth largest pension pool in the world after the US, Japan, UK and Canada. It means that ASX is one of the most active exchanges in the world and we attract companies from around the world that want to access that, that active market. Over 270 overseas companies, in fact. Um, so on the ASX, they can access a global investor base. They can gain entry into globally recognised indices. Uh, they utilise access to capital and expand into other markets, including Australia and beyond. They can also be joining a, a growing sector such as tech and life science sectors and be researched by sector specialists that understand their business. Um, not surprisingly, New Zealand is the biggest market. There are currently 66 New Zealand companies listed on the ASX and they can gain uh, access to a pool of capital more than five times the amount of capital that they can access domestically in New Zealand. While it's not precluding New Zealand investors, all New Zealand investors can and do buy ASX listed shares. Um, followed by New Zealand is the US at around 50 companies. Um, they access all of those features I just mentioned, access to capital, join a growing sector, get research, attract a global investor base. But for a US company, they also stand out from the crowd and get entry into globally recognised indices that they otherwise wouldn't be able to in their market. So to put that in perspective, 
Um, to gain entry into the S&P ASX 300, the minimum market capitalization is around 256 million. The ASX 200, 1.2 billion. But to get into an indice in the US, if you look at the S&P 500, which is across the New York Stock Exchange and NASDAQ, minimum market cap is 13.6 billion. To get into NASDAQ 100, you've got to be a $35 billion company. Interesting. So there are, there are many New Zealand companies listing on the ASX and hence the reason why you're on the ground in New Zealand with the beautiful Auckland Harbour in the background. That's correct. That's correct. Yeah, we've, as I mentioned, we've got a, a great community of uh, New Zealand companies on the ASX already and a very healthy pipeline of companies wanting to, to join the ASX. And any observations on recent listings and the types of companies that we can expect to see coming to market in 2022? So the, the pipeline remains strong for 2022, and I think those multi-year trends that we talked about earlier are going to continue to play out. Mining explorers make up the largest portion by number. Uh, but again, um, you know, technology, consumer financials and healthcare uh, will feature, as will uh, listings from offshore and particularly listings from New Zealand. Um, global markets will continue to deal with several key risks, you know, uh, inflation, interest rates, geopolitics, not to mention the pandemic and war, of course, but valuations and market liquidity have remained relatively high um, and listed companies have been posting good results through their, uh, through their reporting season. So, we, so provided that market volatility stays at reasonable levels, the IPOs will continue to flow. And lastly, where do you think IPOs should be positioned in an investor's portfolio? And talk us through some of the risks when investing in IPOs. An IPO can offer the opportunity to get into a company relatively early in its growth, relatively early in its growth journey. Um, but given that it may also be an early time in the company's growth cycle, there could be some initial volatility in the share prices. Investors learn to understand the business better. Um, and they probably understand it better over a few reporting periods. Um, so it's important to understand the company that you're investing in. Don't do your research. Uh, sorry, do your research. Uh, don't just read the prospectus. Understand the company beyond the prospectus. Understand the company, its growth narrative, whether that growth is going to come from organic or inorganic growth or both, and which markets they're going to be operating and achieving their growth from. Blair, a very informative discussion and plenty of IPO opportunities for investors to think about. Blair from the ASX, thank you for your time. Thank you, Tim. It's been a real pleasure. For more information on upcoming IPOs or for current trading prices, head to the ASX and Bell Direct's website.